another Cup of Joe podcast on this Tuesday, March the 22nd, wherever you are, whenever you are listening to this. I wish you God's life. I wish you God's joy. I wish you God's goodness today, brothers and sisters. So grateful that we walk together uh, and that you know and I know, I, 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 just that we know of God's grace, that, that we know that we do not walk alone. Not only do we walk with each other, we walk with God because of God's goodness. Uh, though I walk through the valley of whatever shadow it is that we're walking, huh? God walks with us today. Know that. Know that. And I know you do. Um, hey, I hope your Tuesday's well. And uh, let's break open God's Word together. A little longer story, so I want to dive right in. Uh, we're going to go out of Matthew's Gospel. Now, we were in Luke yesterday. We're in Matthew today. Uh, Matthew chapter 18. Now, Matthew's a longer gospel. His goes to 28, and, and we don't get to the Passion until around chapter 25. So, um, But he's moving closer and closer to Jerusalem, uh, just so we know that. I mean, it just sets the scene. So Matthew 18, verses 21 to 35. I'm going to read it out of Eugene Peterson's translation, The Message. Again, just like it. It just helps us hear it in a new way. It certainly isn't the end-all, be-all, but it's, uh, it's just, it's just allows us to hear with different ears, okay? So let's break open God's Word, Matthew 18, 21 to 35. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. At that point, Peter got up the nerve to ask, Master, how many times do I forgive a brother or sister who hurts me? Seven? Jesus replied, seven, hardly. Try 70 times seven. The kingdom of God is like a king who decided to square accounts with his servants. As he got underway, one servant was brought before him who had run up a debt of $100,000. He couldn't pay up, so the king ordered the man, along with his wife, children, and goods, to be auctioned off at the slave market. The poor wretch threw himself at the king's feet and begged, give me a chance and I'll pay it all back. Touched by his plea, the king let him off, erasing the debt. The servant was no sooner out of the room when he came upon one of his fellow servants who owed him $10. He seized him by the throat and demanded, pay up, Now, the poor wretch threw himself down and begged, Give me a chance and I'll pay it all back. But he wouldn't do it. He had him arrested and put him in jail until the the debt was paid. When the other servants saw this going on, they were outraged and brought a detailed report to the king. The king summoned the man and said, You evil servant! I forgave your entire debt when you begged me for mercy. Shouldn't you be compelled to be merciful to your fellow servant who also asked for mercy? The king was furious and put the screws to the man until he paid back his entire debt. And that's exactly what my Father in heaven is going to do to each one of you who doesn't forgive unconditionally anyone who asks for mercy. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. 
you know, we say this is good news, and, and there's a number of Gospels like this. But boy, I'm not sure sometimes that feels like good news. That feels like tough news. And today, my friends, that is tough news. This is a wonderful and true and hard gospel for us to hear. Right? Because it's real. So let's go over a little bit of the background. I mean, again, things you know. But Peter is trying to understand, and I've said this before, uh, many people who have listened to me from the beginning are going to be like, I know what Joe's going to say. Well, it's the truth, because truth be told, I'm not that darn smart. Um, but uh, Peter is being magnanimous with his, his request of Jesus. So he's saying, hey, listen, Master, how many times do I forgive a brother or sister of mine who hurts me? Seven times? I mean, that's a lot. I think the law to that point had said, you know, forgive them once, but if they do it again on you, you know, oh, they're there. You can do whatever you need. They're in a bad way. So, so Peter's saying, do I need to do it seven times? Is, is that the magic number? Is that, is that what it is? And Jesus comes back and says, and, and again, I like this translation, seven hardly try 70 times seven now i know you know what i'm going to say next but it's good for us to be reminded of it it's not a question of all right so jesus is just not saying we forgive seven times we forgive 490 times then then we get to 491 okay that's when it is Effectively, this question that we're asking, what Peter is asking is, when does forgiveness end? And what Jesus is saying is, forgiveness never ends. Brothers and sisters, if you're really hearing what Jesus is inviting us to, you get what I'm saying when I say this is a hard gospel. This is a hard gospel. Now, Jesus uses a parable to, to bring about the point. And I think it's, a, it's an important one because what we hear in this parable, of course, the one servant owes $100,000. And, of course, he can't pay that back. It's, it's way beyond his capacity. And so the king is going to sell not only him, but his whole household and uh, all the belongings of the household as well. People, belongings, everything. And he falls at the feet of the king and begs him. And he says, give me a chance and I'll pay it all back. And the king was moved to compassion. The king was moved to compassion. Isn't that so good? And he forgave and erased the entire debt. Now, brothers and sisters, did you notice the words when that servant, who had just been forgiven, is now cruising through town, and he comes upon the person who owes him $10, just a mere, you know, fraction of it, right? Did you hear the words of the person who owed him $10? They were the exact same words. 
The poor, the person who owed ten dollars, it said the poor wretch threw himself down and begged the same thing. He did the same thing that the the uh, person who owed the hundred thousand did, who also threw himself down and begged. Says the same exact line: "Give me a chance, and I'll pay it all back." But the servant was not moved with compassion. Instead. He had him put in jail. So the, the question, you know, gosh, there's that. Do you remember this? And I'm going to go off, off page here. Um, there was a time Jesus was eating with Pharisees. And uh, I think I, I may be merging two stories into one. Forgive me if I'm doing that. He was eating with Pharisees and a woman comes in and uh, is behind him weeping and, uh, and anoints his feet with oil and wipes them, dries them with her hair. And, uh, and he says to the Pharisee, who's, you know, saying, hey, you know, something's wrong here. He, he doesn't know what type of woman this is. And uh, he says, Simon, answer me a, a question. A person owed a debtor 500, two people. One owed 500, you know, let's say dollars, um, to this debtor, and another owed 50. And the debtor forgave both. Who do you think would be more grateful? And Simon says, well, I think the one who owed 500. And Jesus says, you have answered correctly. And then goes on to make a point about this woman who had many sins and, and they were erased with the forgiveness and the compassion of our, our God, right? Who was moved to compassion. And how Simon didn't uh, owe a lot. Who had lived more a straightforward life, but yet was still with sin was still uh, with failings and, and still with regrets and guilt and hurt, all those things that we carry, you and I. And, uh, and Jesus said, but you're not looking for it. Brothers and sisters, remember what that woman who was forgiven did? She simply wept at the feet of Jesus and, and let her tears fall on his feet and dried them with her hair. She was moved with compassion at the action of Jesus. But for whatever reason, the servant in our parable today was not. And I think that's really what this gospel is about. Brothers and sisters, you can be mad at me, but don't shoot the messenger. The gospel, not just today's, the gospel, capital T, capital G, is all about forgiveness. We can't get around it. We cannot be followers of Jesus Christ without embracing the value of forgiveness. Jesus makes it clear to Peter, his best friend. Peter says, when can I exit? When is the off-ramp? And Jesus says, there is no off-ramp. We're either in the mode of God's kingdom. We're either moved with compassion or we are not. And if we are not, do you see how small our life is? How petty our life is? Now, my friends, I'm not going to tell you what forgiveness needs to look like. That, I think, is, is your conversation with God and my conversation with God. 
And those are hard conversations. Um, I know sometimes we may think that, oh, I know Jesus talks about forgiveness, but he doesn't know what this person did to me. He doesn't understand the situation here. I think we can make it very specific to our life. And we can say, I know he talks about forgiveness, but really, if you were sitting here with me today and I explained everything and the hurt that I've experienced, which may be 100% true, I think we can't fool ourselves and say, oh, Jesus would give a, a, you know, a pass to us. Okay, you guys have a mulligan. You're right. That's pretty bad. You can, you can be angry at the guy or the gal. Brothers and sisters, we are called to be women and men of forgiveness. Now, again, I'm not smart enough. I don't know your life, and I don't know your needs. But God does. And I'm not sure what forgiveness looks like. Um, it may look like re-entering into a relationship. It might. But it might not. It might simply look like, Lord, I, I, I can't even be in their presence anymore because it just makes me angry. And I become somebody I'm not. I, 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 I'm, I'm overtaken with things. But Lord, I refuse to carry the anger around in me anymore. The lack of justice that I, I was, was given. And I give it to you. Um, and, and while I can't be in their presence, uh, all I can do is say, Lord, I wish them well. I wish them well elsewhere. I wish them to be yours. But, but I, can't, I can't be with them right now. And maybe never. And brothers and sisters, maybe that's what forgiveness looks like. Maybe forgiveness looks like saying, Lord, help me to see them with your eyes. Um, and not mine today. Or for a moment. Just for a moment. I, I don't know what it looks like. But I know we're invited on the journey. I know, brothers and sisters, this gospel today, too, invites us to be like that woman, right, who wept at the feet of Jesus. It invites us to realize our own need of forgiveness. Because I think it has to start there. I think that's why I'm grateful for this parable. It starts with our own forgiveness. Um, because God knows all this stuff that we do. And I think what we need to do is be people of memory. Again, people of memory. Because this person wasn't a person of memory. They, they, they were forgiven and they, and they just walked off and, and wanted to sin again. You know, I just watched the movie Belfast tonight, my, my family and I did. What a delightful movie. If you've not seen it, it's up for Best Picture. Uh, and I think the Oscars are coming at the end of this week. A delightful movie. But, but it's, you know, obviously it centers in Belfast in 69 and 70. So you got the center of it is the, the quote-unquote Catholic and Protestant uh, um, battles. And this little boy, Buddy, is, you know, they're Protestant, and he's describing, hey, I've heard the Catholics, all they have to do is ask forgiveness. And they, you know, the priest forgives them, they can go off and sin again. They don't have to go back to ask forgiveness again until Christmas, you know, after they do it at Easter. This is crazy stuff. Is that true? You know, all those things. Brothers and sisters, my point in, in one is watch the movie, but two, um, no, no, because if we do that, that's, that's just like the man in the parable who is like, let's ask for forgiveness and then I can go off and sin again. And I'll just come back and ask for no more later. No, no. We need to be more like the woman in, in, in Jesus' story. 
and remember the humility, with humility, our own need and the own forgiveness that was given to us and allow that to move us with compassion and out of that place of compassion. Then, then, we, we take that forgiveness to others. What has been given to us, again, as people of memory, we need to freely give. Is there an end to forgiveness? No. There isn't. We're trapped in that truth. What does forgiveness look like in your life and mine? That we, we need to invite God in. And that's a case-by-case basis. And maybe we simply take one small step in that today. That's okay. That's okay. We're on the road. And, and God needs to change our heart. But to carry that anger, brothers and sisters, is going to eat us up inside. We need to give it to the one who can handle it. And that's bigger shoulders, bigger than us. Only God can. And, uh, and so may we simply have a heart of uh, fortitude, of uh, strength, maybe one of desire. Lord, give me the, the desire. Give me the willingness to be made willing to walk down that road today and just take a step. And, uh, and then help me tomorrow take that second one. But I know it's a, it's a journey. Don't worry about the end goal. Just one step at a time, one day at a time. Let's pray. We continue through the luminous mysteries, my friends, uh, the second luminous mystery. So let's begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The second luminous mystery, the wedding feast at Cana. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. 
Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. My friends, bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for being present today and opening God's Word with me. God's peace.